What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and uh, we, you know, we just watched SummerSlam 2020. It just happened. Um, this is our post-show review, um, and oh my god, I'm being thrown off by things getting sent to me. There's news coming at me left and right. People just tweeting at us, telling me what they thought of SummerSlam. But nonetheless, we just watched it. I'm Corey Smith. You are Jose Oseguera. How are yes, you? Yes, I am. How are you, sir? Very good. How is everybody out there, and how are you doing, my friend? Uh, doing good, doing good. Uh, like I said, SummerSlam, it happened. What did you think? I'm not going to waste any time today. Before we get into all that, though, real quick, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Please, if you if you like the show, if you do, just click the little something down there. Chimadero. Wherever it is, the little bell, the subscribe. Because, hey, 100 subscribers, we're doing, we're doing a three-way tornado live show, and we will review something that's really bad. Or really good, and you know we'll leave it up to you guys. We'll put something out there once we hit a hundred subscribers, though. Hit subscribe at CWR four and five, and also follow us on everything else. Anyways, SummerSlam. What did you think of the show, Jose? Let, let's just... solid C show for the most part, but what C put show. it into the B territory was your uh, ending, surprise ending. Get ready, everybody! Spoiler, spoiler alert. And You'll the never emotion involved yeah. in the Mysterio match. Oh, um, the. <clears throat> The, the 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 crazy family drama of the one. novella the telenovela that is the mysterios yeah no i mean i thought it was a good show overall um i i would say it might have been a, a solid b show i seeing it saying it's a c show i thought was a little well i'm saying it's a c show up until the finish oh, okay and the mysterio drama mm-hmm. that pushed it into b territory oh. for sure All right. Uh, a lot of good stuff happened. Uh, let's not waste any time. Let's talk about the show. We kicked it off with Apollo Cruz versus MVP. It's actually in the pre-show. Damn it, I missed it. I'm a little bummed about that. Uh, Apollo uh, Apollo Cruz comes out. MVP has I don't know how long he's had this, but a new theme song. Really? Is he had? I mean, it's it's the same begins, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it begins just the same, but it ends up a little different towards the end. So he has a new theme song, which is cool. Uh, there was a scary-looking moment, though, when Apollo Cruz was tossed out of the ring by MVP, landing straight on his face. Um, and I know he he covered it pretty well with his hands, um, but at the same time, it was like I was like, you are literally jumping twenty feet in the air and landing an extra five or six feet down below, you know, on mm-hmm. your face onto yeah. metal. So uh, anything could have happened. Like there could have been a legit Rey Mysterio moment right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cruz hits a tossing power bomb to MVP, gets the pin and the win. Five out of ten in my book. It was a nothing match. What did you think of this match? Did you see it? I, I did not see it. Okay. I didn't realize that they were going to play this match at the pre-show, which is kind of disappointing. Um, as much hype as it gets on Monday nights, you would think that this would be a little bit more, you know, highlighted during the show. But I guess they don't have yeah. enough time. Oh well. Like, what, I... are, what are you going to put in, in you know, in, as a replacement for them? Well, what I heard. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what I heard is that, you know, they wanted it to be, uh, was it three and a half hour show? And it was about a three and a half hour show, correct? Started at four and ended about 7.30, 7 o'clock? Uh, se- seven o'clock? seven? Yeah. Yeah, seven, seven fifteen um, at, so th- at the latest. They wanted to take that off and put it on the pre-show just to make more time. So um, I my suspicion is that anything they had planned for this match, they just completely axed and said, you know what, Apollo, go out there, retain your title, and that's it. Yeah. So... Uh, then we kicked it off with the main card. And you know what this actually is oh. going to say. What's up? Uh-huh. No, I think we're both on the same wavelength. What was that? Uh, we actually got to say goodbye to Renee. Is that what oh, you were about to say? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Renee Young. Well, we we're saying our goodbyes to you, Renee. Like, it's you know, if you want to be the fourth person, you know, to make to, to join City Wrestling Radio, you're more than welcome, we, Renee. We'll make room. We'll make we'll room. Make, we'll we'll, we'll create a new show just for you, Talking City, or I don't know, something like that, right? Yeah. Um, we'll do it just for you, Renee. But no, uh, Renee Young leaving WWE, and um, you know, I mean, she was a breath of fresh air on WWE TV, and it's going to be. Sad to see her go from WWE, um, but it'll also be great to see her on other things. You know, a lot of people really are speculating AEW now. A lot of people are saying ESPN, which I think would be a, a great call for her because uh, she's a... She already has a foot in the door in Fox Sports. She's a, what do you call it, a sports uh, fanatic. Mm-hmm. You know, she loves the the hockey and the... I don't know what else she likes, but I know she likes hockey because she has a hockey stick and there was that thing she did with toilet paper. Oh, and it sounds cool. weird, but <laughs> but no, it was the thing. It's like when every toilet paper was, it was sold out everywhere. Like she was just like holding, she was like ba- balancing the toilet paper on the hockey stick, and John Moxley came and like knocked her out into the pool and mm-hmm. grabbed the toilet paper and left. So she was doing. Uh, yeah, Renee Young. It'll it'll be sad to see you go, and um, whoever they get to take her place, which seems to be like Kayla, uh, Kayla Braxton. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, first match of the night, Oscar versus Bailey, uh, SmackDown, okay. uh, women's championship. Uh, this is actually, this match got about 11 minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, the two go felt longer <laughs> now. I, you know what? I felt like this, that was a story the entire night. A lot of these matches, I was looking at the times and I was just like, wow, seven minutes, five, you know, four, this match felt a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two go back and forth. Oscar has control early on in the match. Uh, we have a leaping DDT to Bailey on the outside. Oh, that was uh, amazing. Bailey holding her left shoulder, but it doesn't really ever come into play, in my opinion. And I felt like that happened a few times in this match with other, you know, just like holding the leg or holding the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a leaping cutter to Asuka. Bailey slows down the match um, and tries to start working the crowd. And I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, we didn't even bring that up. Thunderdome. What, oh, yeah, yeah. what do you think of the Thunderdome? It's better than the NBA Thunderdome. Is it? I mean, have you, have you seen any NBA games lately? Don't they have like the, it's like the people shaped ones? No, no, no. It's just like it's just like this. People watching on webcam. Okay. But there's just one flat screen, not flat screen, but you know, it's just one sided. Okay. This one it actually curves around yeah, the yeah, arena yeah. until you know hard cams up. Yeah, into into like a half dome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, I mean, me and Michael were talking about yesterday a little bit on the special Saturday edition of the B-Show. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out on our NXT TakeOver and Saturday Night Dynamite Review. Go check it out on YouTube.com slash whatever the hell the link is. I will try <laughs> to remember to put the little pop-up thing right here so you can click on it. Okay. Try. No promises. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's move on, though, uh, with the match. Uh, the two battle on the apron. We have a knee... A knee breaker to Oscar on the edge of the ring to the outside. Um, Oscar, cool. Oscar working the leg injury though. She does hit a code breaker to Bailey, and that was another. Like I said, it was an injury that she worked, but then she hit a code breaker. So, mm-hmm. or a back. Oh no, it was a code breaker. I'm sorry. Uh, sunset flip power bomb to um, Oscar. Bailey goes for the elbow drop, but lands into an arm bar. Dude, that was nasty. That that power bomb. Which which one? The power bomb. Well, I, uh, which one are you remembering right now? Because oh, there was right, there was two. Was the, 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 the Sasha one was worse. You're both right, matches, right, right, right. both matches were very similar. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Asuka and Bailey trade their maneuvers. Asuka then goes for, um, I mean, I think it's called the rear view, right? When she, like the booty bump move. I mean, I know it's called the rear Is view it? when Naomi does. I don't know if they call it that for Asuka. I don't think so. But it's the rear view nonetheless. So she hits the rear view. On um, she goes for it on Bailey, but Sasha pushes Bailey out of the way, you know, kind of as a sacrificial move to mm-hmm. help Bailey retain her title. Um, Bailey does get the cradle pin and the win on Oscar to retain her title. Um, I give this match a six out of ten. I felt like it was fun. It was a good match to start the show. I think it was weird though to not have the possibility of Oscar being a double champion at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? But I get what they're doing. The storyline they're following is more following. Um, Bailey and Sasha. Sasha. Bailey, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, but they could have done definitely it in reverse. You know, they could have led with no. I guess you couldn't, but you could just change the finish if you led with Sasha and she took the they, strap there. They probably had the same conversation. They're like, "Fuck it, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Well, But it. you know, job well done. We kind of knew what was going to happen. We felt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it just Oscar uh, uh, goes into her next match as not a champion. Yeah, and uh, th- wouldn't you rather have um, Heel Bailey running things from here on in? Oh, uh, yeah, but then, what, is Sasha going to be a face, though, eventually? Uh, again? No, well, you know. I mean, I don't know. Uh-huh. There's been so many Bailey improvements, though, that I'm, I'm super down with whatever she does. Yeah. Except go face again. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that could be a, a conversation for another time. But a face Bailey, she really took this heel character and ran with it, so... Mm-hmm. I don't see why she wouldn't be able to to, to create a new, uh, more evolved version of Bailey as a face. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems to be one of the hardest working people in the WWE roster. Um, even with Triple H saying, and I was telling Michael this last night, uh, even with Triple H stating that Bailey and Sasha will call them pretty much every day that they're filming NXT to try to see how they can help out in any way possible, be on the show, mm-hmm. be in the crowd, be backstage defend the t- you know they, can we have a match can we do what can we do yeah so good on them uh then we cut to uh my match of the night this is by far my match of the night the tag team title match street profits versus angel garza and andrade actually only got about eight minutes though seven minutes and 50 seconds yeah um uh, w- one thing that it's not gonna last for a while but i thought was ridiculous and i loved it was the Street Profits had this new pyro. I don't know if you can call it pyro. <laughs> yeah, the cuts but, coming down. Yeah, so instead of it shooting like confetti or fireworks, it was shooting like red solo cups, mini solo cups, big solo of cups. Of all sizes, yeah. Of all sizes. And all and you hear them <laughs> just like landing everywhere. It's like Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was just I was they were like, okay. Uh, I thought it was great. It was ridiculous. Um but it fit the Street Profits, you know? Totally, 100%. So I, I love the Street Profits. I think they're they're great. Uh, Montez and Andrade start the match. They run wild on the heels. Eventually, though, the heels do get the heat on Montez. We get a hot tag to Dawkins. Elbow drop to Dawkins, followed by um, uh, Dawkins. He, you know, he does get the elbow drop, but he comes back and hits a spear on Andrade. Super kick to Montez. Uh, falling into Zelina Vega. That's when Andrade goes out of the ring to check on Zelina. Uh, the Street Profits hit the cash out to Garza. Nobody um, left their tag. Yeah. And so Montez gets the pin and the win on Garza. Um, this was this is a really good match. I'm giving it an eight, eight out of ten. One of my yeah, higher ratings. Yeah, the the bad thing for me was that it just reminded me too much of another episode of Raw. Really? But 
Yes, but I can't wait till they break these two up. I can't wait for the epic battles that uh, Montez and Hawkins are going to go through. Montez and be, Dawkins? Oh, it's going to be an amazing. I don't want to see them uh, break up. Oh, I can't wait. Well, okay. They're, I, I say that. Because you know, you know they are going to break up. Oh, absolutely. I say that, though. I don't want them to break up. But at the end of the day, I, I was saying this a couple years ago. I think Montez Ford can be a main event superstar and have, and have the athlete and he has the athletic ability. Uh, He just, I don't know. I, I, what I said in the past, I said he can be the next AJ styles. And that's what I said before. I don't know if I completely agree with that. that. Is he that much of a technician though? But what I'm saying is that he can be that level of a superstar. Yeah. You know, if he, if he, AJ styles, he's small he he's but he's a good wrestler and he hits you know his high flying maneuvers he hits um he has the styles clash you know what i mean so very very adaptable yeah exactly. and you know what's one thing about uh, montez that you're he's not going to lose a lot is those ups the leaping ability that he yeah. has yeah off the top rope it, it, you know some uh, some skills diminish over time this is something that's like last to go is your jumping ability so this guy's yeah. going to leap off the ropes like no, for many great. years to come. That frog splash is amazing. He's great. Uh, probably one of the best looking frog splashes in a long time. In a very long time. Yeah. I can't say in forever, but in a very long time. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that 180 splash that he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Kayla, though, she's backstage uh, somewhere. I don't know where the heck she is because she's in a wrestling ring, but she's not in the ring because Montez and Dawkins are leaving the ring and everyone's still in the ring from the last tag team match. Yeah, this and is pre-recorded from the performance center. I believe I so. Feel. That's what I thought. Um mm-hmm. because um Kayla, she's, you know, just like asking them because she literally goes, "Do you think Bailey is going to do the same for you, Sasha?" And um you know, she's like, "Yeah, I, I think, you know, Bailey's going to help me." She goes, "If Bailey can beat Oscar, I can definitely beat Oscar." Uh, which, looks like, mm-hmm. uh, Bailey then says tonight is going to be a clean sweep. And uh, suddenly Bailey is the cleaner and because she has a broom um, and she's just sweeping away. And, you know, it, it's OK. I don't know where she got that broom from, but do, do their laughs bother you? Those fake evil laughs. No, <laughs> no, because I think they're the best heels in WWE. But they both have the same laugh. <laughs> There's, it, I know it, it's it's cheesy. It, it's I think it's over exaggerated, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But I can see why people don't like it because it's not realistic. It's not like a real. Well, I, I don't like that they both do it. If only just one did, and the other did like a legit laugh, then okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, let's move on then, since we don't agree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, Sonia Deville versus Mandy Rose in a loser leaves town match. What the fuck just happened? I thought wasn't this, it a hair versus hair match? It was a hair versus hair match. Um, I don't know what happened, um, but uh, all I know is that during something happened today on social media, it was declared. Was it, I thought maybe I missed the last SmackDown. It was I thought not, maybe it happened there. No, it wasn't on SmackDown. They had a chance mm. to. You know, yeah, come on, man. They had a chance to announce something on national TV. They're not going to do that. They're going to announce it on social media because yeah. that's where all the kids are. That 18 to 34 crowd, you know, they're all yeah, on You know what? Twitter. You know what I think happened? I think Mandy was supposed to lose that. And she was supposed to lose her hair. But they thought, wow, she actually looks really good in this haircut. Let's not get rid of it. You know what? Oh, 
yeah, Mandy's new Mandy's new look is very reminiscent of it reminds me of Glow. Like mm-hmm. a very like strong woman from like an old school eighties wrestling organization. She kinda of, what yeah. I think I wrote down is she reminded me of Alondra Blaze for a minute. Hmm. Um I can, I can see what you mean by that. Um so what I personally think happened, I think Sonya's taking some time off. I think Sonya's been going through a lot lately and you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and be like, you know, best of luck to her. You know, anything she does. Mm-hmm. Um, if she does show up on NXT uh, this Wednesday or next Wednesday, cool, right on. You know, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if she just needs some time off to to deal with everything happening, you know, in her life uh, with the recent breaking in her house, then, eh, you know what? She needs some time off. And Yeah. And, you know, if the original story of her moving to that house, according to Divas, was to move closer to her girlfriend. Or her fiance. I don't know what the situation is with them right now. I don't know if they're still together or not. I don't know the deal. Yeah. But that was the storyline in the show last season. We should have a divas post show where it's just like us in uh, pajamas, like drinking Sipping champagne. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, they go back and forth exchanging strikes. They fight on the outside, they fight on the inside. Uh, Sonia, or sorry, Mandy is throwing. Sonia into ring post. She's throwing her into barricades and to the announcer's table. Their timing is off, right? Uh, you mean them, their match, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I felt like they were a little bit off, but I mean, that's what happens when you stay out of the ring for months on end yeah. and you don't have house shows to rely on to, you know, sharpen your skills. Uh, Mandy gets out a table. Uh, Deville strikes Rose with a chair. We have a dragon sleeper to Mandy Rose. Mandy uh, uh, fell. What did I write? God, I hate when I do this. Uh, oh, so, okay. Was it me or was there production issues all night with the show? Oh, yeah. I was getting black screens here and there. All throughout and the I, show. And I know the moment that you're referring to. It looked like a cameraman had his thumb to the screen. No. There, like, I don't there, know they cut and it was like. There was an exact moment where it seemed like the guy covered it up with his hand. So I don't yeah. know if they were trying to do the retaliation angle, but they never came out. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I think they, it was just know. bad directing. It was bad directing because you know how sometimes and, you have delays and, okay. because of the internet, what have you. And even at the beginning of the show, I, I know I'm, there's going to be a few people that understand this, but you know, when something barely fits the screen and then you see like, just like the slight little corners around something and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't really fit the screen. It's just it's slightly off. I got that. There were some moments where I'm like, I can see through. Okay. Whatever, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Rose uh, sets DeVille on the table. Um, DeVille rolls off the table. Mandy begins to uh, just start chucking chairs <laughs> and like sliding them on the table towards Sonya. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, Mandy, calm down. Uh, they battle in the ring with Mandy looking strong. Hold on. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, Corey. Uh, no, sorry. I just got something from Zoom. Sorry. Yeah, it said that we upgraded the minutes by the host. Aren't you the host? Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know what just yes. happened. I hate when live computer production. stuff. Live production stuff. Sorry, Michael. Sorry, producer Michael. Uh, let's see. Mandy starts chucking chairs uh, <laughs> in the ring. Mandy hits a running knee to a double underhook suplex to another running knee. Fourth of the match, actually. The pin and the win. And uh, yeah, no, I mean... Sony Deville is now gone from WWE. Uh, I didn't like this match though that much. I mean, it it's not like I hated it. It just really didn't do much for me. It's because they don't get ring time. When was the last time you saw them in the ring together as a tag team or doing solo 
matches. The, for the most part, they've just been doing angles for the past two, three months. You need that in-ring practice. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, there's no house shows. So there's no practice time. There's no in-ring time. I know they're at the performance center. They could probably get some ring time there, but it's not like the, you know, the live in front of thousands of uh, video screens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, after the match, Otis comes out uh, to teach Mandy how to do the worm, and she is. He still has that briefcase. What the hell? Hey, you know what? He's waiting. He's waiting till Roman Reigns has the the belt to cash it in. I don't know, man. He just yeah. he had his moment with. I don't know. He could have taken out Braun. Uh, mm-hmm. then we have Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a match that got about twenty two minutes, twenty two minutes and thirty five seconds. You have to tell a story. Uh, oh, of what? Of Dominic backstage. With Dominic his, backstage, mom shows up. Was, okay, so was that his, was that that his mom? Her? Was that his mom? Yeah, that was that was his mom. Because they or, kept it, they kept referring to her as Ray Mysterio's wife, Angie, not yeah. Dominic's mother. That's true. So that's the only reason I, for a moment, was like, okay, is that his mother or is that okay? Whatever. Uh, Seth comes out. Seth Rollins comes out in uh, gear, uh, reminiscent of Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety seven. Ray Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. The and, Phantom. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And throughout the entire match, I thought they were going to do something with the whole, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero was uh, the father of Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I think they're trying to stray away from that as far as possible. But they just, they kept, like, they even, they mentioned something. Go, oh, this is Dominic's uh, first time near the ring since, you know, 10 years ago when Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. had a match. We're not going to say why, but. No, they, yeah, they, notice they excluded everything. Because now Eddie uh, Eddie Guerrero and, and, well, is then even um, he's he's a face in heaven. He's no longer the heel. But even uh, what do you call it? Uh, Seth is yelling at Dominic in the match. He goes, "How ah, about Uncle Eddie? What about Uncle Eddie?" Yeah, well, so that's the I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, for a moment, I just I thought that we were gonna, and then the mom and I thought she was gonna come out and like be have a microphone in her hand. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. But, um, nonetheless, Dominic looked pretty good. He has his own theme music. He has his own gear. Kind of looks he like he took off that hood way too soon, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like I didn't even see what it was until it has like the, the Rey Mysterio, like little, like, uh, the flare. Yeah. And then the crown in the head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently though, he's going to get a gimmick change and he's going to be known as Prince Mysterio. That's really? just what I've heard. That's just what I've heard. It's not confirmed. Um, well, I say slap a mask on that mug ASAP. Do somewhere it's like a you know. He Dr. looks like a, he looks like a gimmick. He looks like a baby. Looks like a yeah, baby. He does. Yeah. Uh, but that's what you want in a baby face. Yeah. Uh, get yeah. it. Um, um, but yeah, do do an angle where he catches like I don't know a hot cup of coffee to the face and he's burned beyond recognition and he has to rock the mask. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, Dom chases uh, uh Dominic chases Seth though with a kendo stick. Uh, Seth though takes over taunting Rey Mysterio to get involved kind of like holding Dominic in different uh, holds Dom try- Dominic sorry Dominic tries to uh, come back with Seth but he hits a Seth, Seth hits a slingshot uh, Dominic reverses the buckle bomb into a Hurricane Rana Tornado DDT to Seth Rollins very cool Tornado DDT looks pretty good by the way. Uh, multiple kendo shots to Seth Seth comes back hitting a superplex Falcon Arrow uh, kendo shots to Dominic Seth uh, tells Murphy to grab a table. That's when Seth Rollins and Dominic are on the turnbuckle. Uh, we have like a Russian leg sweep to Seth Rollins from Dominic through a table while using the kendo stick to hold him in place. Um, we have a frog splash to Seth Rollins, you know, to honor his other father 
Eddie that Guerrero. Too, but uh, super too, but there's now there's too many frog splashes, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think Dominic, they should tell him, hey, get something new. Get something new. That's that's Montez can do it. Jump twenty feet higher than you, dude, and yeah. and three hundred sixty degrees more. Yeah, and let's not forget whatever. Sasha has like five variations of that same. That's true. Frog splash too. <laughs> Uh, let's see. A super kick to a power bomb to Dominic. Seth pulls uh, the top of Dominic off because you know he wants to just lay into him with those kendo shot with those kendo I stick shots. I want to see the welts. You know what's funny? His, his back was completely fine. Uh, Dominic, I'm surprised how how you didn't see anything from a couple weeks ago. It's because they sell this Mexican tiger bomb that just gets rid of all. <laughs> uh, out comes Ray's wife, uh, Angie, and then you could hear Ray pleading with her to stand on the ramp and not to come down. And it's funny because please, please. she's just like standing there, and he's like, please don't stay back. And she's just like, okay. You let me down, right? Cool. Uh, Murphy and Seth, um, they beat up on uh, Dominic. Ray gets involved. Uh, Seth begins to walk towards Angie. That's when Dominic... Uh, stop Seth, uh, gains hey, oh momentum. No. You don't mess with, you don't mess with mama. See, that's what I uh, attribute that. To. You know, what's funny. Was, I was like, like out. I was like, you leave it to a Latina mother to be there for her son's first match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't care if there's coronavirus. That's my son. That's my mijo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there for him no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And you see raised fear in his eyes. Like, no, Angie, please. I know what you're going to do. Go back to the back. Um, I got it. Let me handle it. Uh, Dominic, my mijo in the ring. You're not gonna let me do this. Uh, we have the like 619 to Seth, followed by the frog splash. And uh, Seth gets his knees up for the frog splash. Seth is taunting Ray by holding Domin, uh, Dom. I don't know where I said Domino, Dominic in a sleeper. (laughs) We have the stomp to uh, to Dominic, the pin and the win, um, by Seth Rollins. I give this match a six out of ten. It was good, it wasn't Pat McAfee good, but Mm -hmm. it was good nonetheless. I thought the emotion of the matches would carry it. No, um, uh, you did. You know, Absolutely. Being the telenovela fan that I am, I, I don't watch them. But, you know, the history, Rey Mysterio being there made it more special. If he was in the back, believe me, this would not have been in the McAfee realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It added the drama by Ray being in the ring. I just don't get why Dominic couldn't have a win before this going into it. Like, cool, it's his first match, and that's what you want. That's what everyone's paying to see. At the same time, I felt like he could have used like his not his first match be a complete loss, you know. I don't know. They could have had one match with like him versus, I don't know, somebody from a tag team or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, you know, like they say, you go in on your back, you go out on your back. So, yeah. Uh, then we go to let's see, Sasha Banks versus Oscar, um, for the second women's title match of the night for Oscar. Yeah, here's where I have the notes of a massive powerball. Uh, 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Oscar, she goes. 11 minutes only. Yeah, she has a wardrobe, a wardrobe change coming out in completely different gear. Uh, they go right at it, brawling to the ground. Uh, slow sliding forearm to Sasha. Uh, eventually, a knee bar to Sasha on the outside. Oscar going for the submissions left and right. Sasha hits a scary looking, very, very scary looking, like oh my god, I covered my mouth when I saw it because I was shocked. She's dead. Yeah, yeah um, a sunset flip power bomb to Oscar where she slammed her head into the ground on the outside, and uh, you could see it wasn't see. a slap. You know when they land on the outside, you hear it smack. No, that was this was a thud. And <laughs> even you can tell Bailey and Sasha were checking on Oscar because mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but with spots like that, they have to. You have to. What they do to check is they squeeze, you know, the arm or they squeeze a part of your body. 
So yeah. I don't know if you know, they showed it with Mae Young and Bubba Ray Dudley years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, she squeezed his arm after he hit the power bomb to let him know that she was okay. Uh, so that happened, and I was just like, "Damn, that sucks." Uh, <laughs> for Oscar, running kick to Oscar's head after that. Then she's just focusing on the head after that. Uh, right. Front face buster transitioned into a knee bar, transitioned into an ankle lock for Sasha. A front falling DDT to Sasha off the turnbuckle. Missile drop cool. kicked Sasha. The two battle uh, tried to try to lock in their own submission maneuvers, but eventually Oscar um, tries to lock in the Oscar lock, doesn't quite get it. They battle back and forth. And then we get a repeat from the first match where Oscar goes for the rear view onto Sasha, but. Now, instead of Bailey taking the brunt of the maneuver like Sasha did in the match prior, she Bailey yeah, she jumps off the rope and gets out of the way. Uh, Asuka eventually locks in the Asuka lock, and she wins by submission. Um, this was a 6 out of 10, in my opinion. It's a really good match. I did enjoy it a little bit more than the Bailey and Asuka match. That being said, I think Asuka did look a little tired um, because I mm-hmm. think that when you rest for a while after doing something um, so physically active that your body is just naturally going to get more sore over time, your adrenaline is going to wear off. And I think that might have been happening here. I think she might have, and I'm not going to say she was gassed and she was out of breath. I just think that, you know, maybe the match earlier in the night, she was still just working off the pains from that. Like legit. No, not, totally not right like that. Oh, she had a match earlier than that. Can she beat? No, I think she was just like, fuck man, my body hurts. <laughs> Right, right. No, you're totally right. About a year ago, uh, I was playing softball in a legit league. Yeah. And, you know, we had a doubleheader for the playoffs. Yeah. First game, I was feeling nice and, you know, energetic and into it. We sat out a game, waited. Then the second game that we played, like I was kind of, you know, lethargic and not really. I needed an energy drink. Yeah. We were drinking beers instead. But beers had nothing to do with it, I promise. Oh, yeah. It it was the (laughs) fact that we went out there a second time and I was just, you know, not swinging as fast as I, I could. You know, that it happens. Yeah. Yeah, hey man, you know it. It happens to the best of us. That you know, you, Oscar, you, you guys got something in common. <laughs> we're we're in the same league. You, yeah, you and Oscar <laughs> are in the same league when it comes to that. Uh, next up, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre in a match that lasted way too fucking long. I did not like yeah, this but, match. This should this should have been on Raw. I did not like this match at all. Twenty minutes, thirty five seconds. Uh, Sean Michaels, I love how they interview him before the match. I didn't even listen to him because like all I could think about was like, is he was like on some weird, like it looked like he was in some old Victorian house somewhere yeah. with like an it's old typewriter. Bed, bed. It was yeah. like an old typewriter behind him with like a, like an old Victorian chair. And I'm like, is he on the set of unsolved mysteries? Because that's mm-hmm. what it looks like to me. Yeah. His wife was holding a big bulky VHS yeah. recorder. Yeah, maybe he's going to tell a story about how his or maybe he's trying out for the the show host. HBK Mm -hmm. hosting Unsolved Mysteries would be pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Drew McIntyre. He has a weird sound effect, though, to begin his song now, his theme song. It's a sword because you got to have sound effects. According to Vince, you got to have sound effects. uh, You know what a Claymore is? I know what a Claymore is. That's the effect. I, I know what a Claymore is. I just to me. I don't like the sound effect. You know, I just like the song. Well, it's the same as a ricocheting bullet. I know a ricocheting bullet or a creaking um, casket coming up for Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing, and I hate it every single time. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm with you. Randy is playing the cowardly heel in this match to begin, trying to get out of the ring every time Drew comes after him. They go back and forth with Randy almost getting RKO off early, 
Uh, they run in the ring, which led to uh, Drew on the ground, spinebuster to Randy. And this entire match, I felt like they would just like they, they like every time they, Drew would just get beaten down. Like it was just Rand, like Drew would get a move, and then Randy would just start beating up on him over and over and over, knocking him down. And then Drew would get a move, and then Randy would be beating up on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know who's the ring general here? It's Randy Orton. He's calling the yeah, shots. I mean, so he's calling the shots. If sure. if he's not gonna win, he's gonna get the most offense impossible. Yeah. Uh, figure four to Randy Orton. Randy though it gets out by grabbing the ref and and poking the eye of Drew, that dastardly heel. Is, is this a new thing where we bloody eyeballs now uh, everywhere? Everyone's Every eyeball week? was to everyone. Hey, you know what? Was there a little bit of like fake blood? He was just like, here you go, here you go, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold yeah, on. I'm gonna hold save on. a little bit later for when you, uh, you give me a headbutt. No, no, you give me one. Thanks, dude. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Drew begins to pick up the speed, hitting a couple of fast belly to bellies, uh, flying lariat to Randy Orton. Drew pulls Randy off the top of the turnbuckle, and at one point, I noticed Randy was bleeding from his head. At that point, I don't know if that yeah, was supposedly it was from the the what do they call it? The Glasgow kiss. Glasgow kiss yes yeah it was from it was from that somebody said something i think the glasgow kiss was after this though that's what i have in my notes but and nonetheless yeah he's bleeding that's what the announcer said he has the blood from uh from drew mcintyre on his forehead okay uh future shock ddt to randy orton uh back and forth glasgow kiss uh randy sets up for the rko but drew doesn't want to uh he doesn't want to get up i i you know he's trying to he's waiting for him to get up for the rko um, but he's still on the ground. That's when Randy sets up for the punt. Uh, Drew catches Randy, pops him up for a power bomb. Drew goes for the Claymore. Randy ducks. Randy goes for the RKO, but reverses into a backslide. The pin and the win. And I thought that was a stupid finish. I, I do. Like, I, I thought it was a stupid finish. Yeah, this harkens back to the days where, um, uh, what's, what was his name? Uh, Honky Tonk Man did like a small package on Ultimate Warrior to win the title. You know, something like that. It, it's very old school. Whoever wrote the ending to this match to the finish has to be like <sighs> old school, old school guy. No, it was probably like um, uh, Pritchard or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, it, I just don't like the ending. Is pretty old school. Uh, I give this match a five out of ten. The beginning wasn't yeah, that great. Awesome. The ending sucked. Uh, but I will say everything in between was pretty good. Everything in between the beginning and the end was good. So the middle, I like. It's a nice. Uh, you know, you get a delicious ice cream sandwich with bricks as the cookies, you know? Okay, so Macho Man and uh, Becky Lynch as your bookends. There you go. Yeah, you're referring to the ice cream bars. The ice cream bars. Yes, that I had one tonight. Um, I, so I bought the, the pack of ice cream bars. You know what those things fucking <laughs> were? Seven bucks for a pack of four. What? Seven bucks. And they don't even have them at Safeway or the your... I mean, maybe at yeah. Walmart or, or Target, but then what are they? Four by four, four inches by four inches. They're small. They're they're like, yeah. Wait, oh no, thank you. Mm, they're not even that good. They're way too plain, dude. They're gonna dip it mm. in chocolate. Anyways, uh, we get an announcement that uh, tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, the Limitless One, who was a little limited the other night. Uh, is going to make his Monday Night Raw debut. So yeah, let's let's siphon all the talent from NXT, get everybody good and decent, and then we'll have NXT drop in ratings a little bit more. Who cares? Well, you know, I think they're building up a new class of NXT superstars. But then who's oh now that they have um, the Thunderdome, so you don't have to rely on the audience. They, exactly. No, well so NXT is still having. They're not doing Thunderdome. 
But okay, but you you noticed that retaliation, it was really really big this last week when yeah. they brought the Thunderdome. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a band of five or six. It was like twenty of those. Well, guys. you notice how since they've been in is the Amway Center, mm-hmm. um, their roster has gone way up. So I wonder mm-hmm. if it's because it's a bigger arena. They're yeah. allowed to have more people in the building at mm-hmm. one given at any given time. Yeah. So I think we're going to naturally see stuff like this. Uh, then we have our main event of the evening, the fiend Bray Wyatt versus the monster among men or a giant train or whatever his gimmick is nowadays. Army uh, forgotten sons, newest forgotten sons member. Um, oh Braun Strowman. He did. I mean, yeah. he did look like a member of the forgotten sons uh, with yeah. his gear tonight. Um, so this match got about, this match got exactly 12 minutes. Um, the fiend, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. He would have been my favorite wrestler if I was 13. Like mm-hmm. My 13 year old self would have like loved the fiend. I'm like, Oh my God, he's so cool. Like he just like, look, he just doesn't care, man. Like no one can beat the fiend. Yeah, man. He's so, he's so cool. He's devil. Devil. <laughs> uh, Braun comes out with, like I said, a fancy new army jacket. Uh, Braun goes right after Bray. Bray takes, uh, takes over and I believe it was like a he slammed him down I think with a choke slam I didn't see that spot real quick but I believe he slammed Braun down notes on that so I'm not too sure Bray gets a toolbox out from under the ring oh uh, god and then we get the toolbox shots to Braun Braun tackles Bray into the barricade uh at one point uh there was a position on the on Braun in the ring and he clearly says with his lips what the fuck because he can't put <laughs> Bray down. And I love Michael Cole. He's trying to cover him. He goes, oh, Braun just says, what do I have to do? Like, That's not what he said at all, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. we could all we all see that Braun just said, what the fuck? So yeah. uh, they battle into gorilla position. Sister Abigail to Braun followed by a kickout because this is a false count anywhere match. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. battle back into the ring area. Braun... Um, is uh is just he trying to take the fiend out but can't get him pinned so he goes to the toolbox grabs a box cutter i was like oh my god he's gonna take his eye out i thought he was gonna cut off his mask that's what i thought i, I thought that too yeah he's gonna cut off his mask then he's gonna get in his eye and pull his eye out oh my god no um so he gets the box cutter and begins to start cutting the ring up Ooh. so that was weird and I thought maybe oh, he's like, oh, that's where the fiend lives. He lives under the ring. I don't know. No, uh, they're like, here, there with the protective surface is one inch of foam. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a wrestling ring, man. Mm-hmm. That's a wrestling ring right there. Uh, Braun, uh, he starts cutting it up. Uranagi to the exposed wood by Bray to Braun. Two sister Abigails to Braun on the wood. And Bray gets the pin and the win. Your new two-time universal champion, Senor Bray Wyatt. Um, uh, at this point, I'm like, what the hell? What a yeah, waste. Yeah, it was dumb. It was a waste. Uh, and literally, stupid. I gave it a 5 out of 10. This match wasn't very good, uh, but they tried. The match, yeah. They tried mm-hmm. um, as much as they could have, I guess. Uh, after the match, we get a surprise return. Something that we I almost changed the channel. Something that we never would have saw coming um, because I kept mm-hmm. saying it all night. Uh, the return of Roman Reigns. You know what's you know the trip is during one of their commercials when they're announcing their 24-7? Yeah. So my wife was like, oh, I haven't seen Roman Reigns in a while. I, was, I had to break down the whole, you know, COVID leukemia thing that they were doing, that he was doing. Yeah. And lo and behold, he shows up at night. And my wife's like, wait, well, I thought you said he was gone indefinitely. No, well, he Maybe was. Like a fool. And indefinitely was <laughs> until tonight. Yeah. But, you know, I got egg on my face now. Thanks. Yeah. 
uh, uh, Reigns, sorry, I haven't said Reigns in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Reigns takes out Bray. He goes outside, goes after Braun, hits him with a spear and followed by some chair shots. Uh, Reigns gets in the ring, hits a spear on the Fiend, holds the universal t- universal title high. And uh, yeah, Roman Reigns is back. He a t-shirt press at home. Which, which one? Says, Roman Reigns, because the, his t-shirt looked very generic. Okay. Um, what did say? Show up, kick ass, leave? Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. Uh, no, I just, a lot of people, you were saying earlier, that's not Roman Reigns. I know you were yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns did look a little different. Yeah, he looked, he looked thinner. Mysterious. He looked thinner, a lot thinner. He sure. looked, okay. um, I am on the assumption that he got his teeth capped. He got some veneers. Because baby. his his teeth are way too white. And, and straight, way, way too, straight. too straight. Like he looks like he's a a British uh, TV show actor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still some new chompers. Exactly. And I was just like, okay. So his beard's thicker too. So it's yeah, a lot of but stuff. But they, they did make his jaw look different, though, it, right? Well, I think it's the veneers, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, he's totally. he's he, the bigger teeth means you're gonna have a different pronounced jawline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so uh, that'll be a discussion we have for another day. Is dental dental issues so that was SummerSlam 2020 fun yeah, it's, a B, it's a B B show man I yeah. mean for what we're not doing the B show not the B show that we do every Wednesday and uh, Thursday morning here at uh, youtube.com like I said whatever the fuck the link is um, with me and Michael Vergara we talk about NXT and AEW Dynamite anyways that link insert is going to be crazy today <laughs> no we don't need to I mean I'll take care of it later by the way yeah, yeah. Uh, fix it in post uh, so yeah, what you B show? You thought it was a B show? Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think it was actually a pretty good show all around. Uh, there was never there were some moments where I was like, really, like the finish of the Randy Orton Drew McIntyre match with the backslide roll up victory. I thought that was a little dumb. It's very 1980. The Mandy Rose Sonya Deville match wasn't that great, but overall, it was a fun show. I liked it, loved it, got to have it. Yeah, can, and can, I'd like to ask a favor of WWE and Vince. Oh, can we please. stop segregating the races when it comes to angles? It, it, it enough is enough. Let's let's merge everybody instead of thinking yeah. about doing drafts and what have you. Let's merge the races. You know, the black dudes don't have to fight the black dudes. The Mexican guys don't have to fight each other. It, it's nuts. I'm over it. I'm done. I, I I agree, and it's something I've noticed for a long time. I just I yeah. Mm-hmm. I've said it for a while. Like WWE, like, they kind of are a little like the, you know, was it the the three like see no evil, hear no evil, mm-hmm, speak no. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they do. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, that about does it here for us. Though before we get out of here, I do want to remind everyone: me and you will be back next week. Yes, uh, we will. I guess for payback, we're gonna be back twice. Twice. Dude. Twice we will. Well, we said it. It's we'll have to talk about it because payback seems like they're just crumbling paper and just throwing it away. Yeah, we could crumble some paper and throw it away too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you uh, want to, yeah. Let's but, I'm all in. but uh, also next week we are reviewing. We will be up for Sunday morning for your viewing pleasure. One of the highest rated SummerSlam uh, that that one one of the highest rated SummerSlams that have ever happened. SummerSlam '98. Our retro mm-hmm. review because uh, we do that retro heat review. But you know, next week. Uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, so who's highlighting it? We have uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus, versus The Undertaker. Undertaker. We have Triple H versus The Rock in a ladder match. For the and, IC title. Oh, and um, I believe Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock in the Lions Den. Or was it Dan Severn? 
Well, one of them. No, uh, oh yeah. Dan Severn versus Ken Shamrock, right? I can't remember. We're going to talk about it all next week, though, because I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it in 22 years. So, guys, see you guys later. Have a wonderful evening. Take care. And uh, thank you to uh, producer Michael for helping us out. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.